0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Health officials say a cleaner is the likely super spreader in a COVID-19 cluster at a Chimsoy Choi restaurant. The government says the BioNTech vaccine is expected to arrive in Hong Kong tomorrow morning and lawmakers approve a billion dollars for a vaccine indemnity fund. Health officials say Cleaner is the likely super-spreader in a COVID-19 cluster of about 30 restaurant staff, customers and their families. The Cleaner, who also clears tables at Mr Ming's Chinese Dining in Chimsa Choi, tested negative for COVID-19 on February 14th, but started coughing four days later. Dr Tran Shu from the Centre for Health Protection said most of the infected diners had eaten there while he was working the following day.
1: He developed fever in the afternoon of 19th. So we expect um, that period he is most infectious. It is possible he might be a super spreader. Of course, we, we can never confirm this fact. We are studying the distribution of the tables and they are all in the basement floor. We are also tracing the other customers on the 19th in order not to miss anyone who might be, be get infected.
0: Hong Kong reported 24 new COVID cases today. 18 were locally acquired, one from an unknown source. More than 20 others tested preliminary positive. The government says the BioNTech vaccine is expected to arrive at Hong Kong International Airport tomorrow at 10 a.m., two days later than originally planned. Hong Kong's coronavirus vaccination program officially began this morning using the Sinovac vaccine with members of the public receiving jabs at five centers. Speaking earlier, the man in charge of the program, Civil Service Secretary Patrick Nip, said hundreds of thousands of people would be inoculated in the next month or so. A further 200,000 slots will open for booking on Monday after all 70,000 appointments were snapped up this week. Here's Mr. Nip
2: we, you know, recently decided to add three additional community vaccination centers for about two months for spinal vaccines because we noticed that there is an overwhelming response and uh, many people would like um, to get vaccinated early. So we respond to this demand and uh, we make the arrangement as best as we can and uh, hope that uh, we could uh, continue to launch the program in a safe, orderly uh, manner.
0: Lawmakers have approved $1 billion of funding for the government to set up an indemnity fund that will provide financial support for anyone who experiences serious complications from COVID 19 jabs. Anyone who suffers serious side effects could receive up to $3 million, while families could get up to $2.5 million in fatal cases. The Health Secretary Sophia Chan said authorities would come up with a standard to determine how much compensation will be given for each case appeal mechanism will also be set up. Professor Chan spoke to an interpreter.
1: This fund is put there just in case to reassure the public. We hope no one will need to use the fund. We put the fund there and if necessary, they want to claim the manufacturer, but if they can come to the fund and then we do the evaluation, then there will be a faster payout. As for the compensation amount, whether the fund will be sufficient If we should know that it is not sufficient, we will not hesitate to come back to the Legislative Council.
0: A number of pro-democracy politicians and activists who were arrested last month under the national security law said they've been asked to report back to the police on Sunday, weeks ahead of schedule. Priscilla Ong has more.
1: Suspects including Roy Tam, Ventis Lau, Tiffany Yun, Shun Lee, Fergus Leung, Hendrik Loi, Lester Shum and Jeffrey Andrews announced on social media that they'd been told to attend police stations at 2 o'clock on Sunday. They had initially been released on police bail until April. They are among more than 50 people arrested on suspicion of subverting state power for their involvement in primary elections in July last year that were intended to choose candidates for the now-postponed LegCo poll. Mr. Lau and Mr. Leung say they believe they'll be charged, adding that the chances of them being granted bail are extremely slim. Officials had said the primaries were an attempt by the camp to win enough seats to paralyze the government.
0: Former Deputy Director of the Basic Law Committee, Elsie Leung, has backed mainland calls to reform Hong Kong's electoral system to ensure the city is governed by patriots. The former Justice Secretary said issues here would never be solved and Hong Kong wouldn't find peace without changes to its political system. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past 11.00. Lawmakers who sit on the Chinese University's governing council have defended a decision by management to cut ties with its student union, saying students should not use the institution to act illegally. They said the union's newly elected leaders had made inaccurate comments in their election literature and made improper remarks about campus security. Alice Mack from the Federation of Trade Unions said the union had been warned.
1: The most important thing is the university, the administration, they have the responsibility. To protect every members of the university, they have to ensure that everything is legal in our campus. So I think the administration, the university administration, has already made the very clear standard. We will not allow or we will not accept anything that will violate the laws of Hong Kong.
0: Meanwhile, thousands of Chinese university staff, students and alumni have signed an online petition supporting the union. Baptist University has scrapped an exhibition of World Press photo winners just days ahead of its opening, citing safety and security fears. Cecil Wong has details.
2: The exhibition was set to include prize-winning images of the protests that swept Hong Kong in 2019. But in a brief statement, Baptist University said after giving due consideration to campus safety and security and the need to maintain pandemic control, it considers this is not an appropriate time to hold the World Press Photo Exhibition 2020 on campus. The university did not elaborate on what those safety fears were. World Press Photo is an annual competition that awards the best visual journalism around the world each year. It's not the first time the event has struggled to exhibit inside China. Last October, an annual exhibition in Macau, which had run for more than a decade without incident, was suddenly shut down without explanation by the authorities.
0: The Department of Justice has told Kowloon City Court that it is planning to charge one of the group of 12 Hong Kongers who were detained in Shenzhen with absconding. Details from Altice Wong.
1: Seventeen-year-old Huang Lam Phuuk already faces charges of arson and possessing dangerous weapons for allegedly throwing a petrol bomb at Mong Kok police station during a protest in 2019. Prosecutors requested more time to prepare the additional charge and to seek the transfer of the case to the district court and Magistrate Chang Lim Chi agreed to adjourn the hearing until March the 29th the teenager was one of twelve people picked up by the mainland coastguards in august as they allegedly attempted to flee to taiwan by speedboat he along with eighteen-year-old liu Man, were handed over to the ser authorities in december after being held in custody in shenzhen for four months Mainland prosecutors said because they were minors, they were not charged. The other 10 were sentenced to between seven months and three years in prison by a Shenzhen court after being accused of entering mainland waters illegally. All of the group had earlier been accused of protest or national security-related offences in Hong Kong.
0: Pro-government lawmakers have passed amendments to LegCo's in-house rules to bar legislators from moving impromptu motions at panel meetings a serene tactic commonly employed by pro-democracy lawmakers in the past. From now on, lawmakers must give written notice at least two days in advance if they want to move a motion at a panel meeting. Separately, the House committee has put forward changes which would further limit time for debates and suspend misbehaving lawmakers for one week or more. Proposals will be tabled to a full council meeting. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says people won't need a personalised octopus card to use the $5,000 of electronic vouchers he's promised in his budget. During a special budget phone-in programme, Mr Chan told RTHK the government was working with several payment operators on the voucher scheme. Host Hugh Chiverson asked him whether vouchers would require a personalised account. Everyone would have to get a personalised octopus card, presumably. Not really.
2: That is not the idea. How would you give it to each person, then, if they didn't have a... Last year, when people registered for the uh, cash payout scheme, uh, we have set up a system. So we are going to utilise that particular system to assist in the process. But the implementation details would be announced later.
0: Financial Secretary also defended his plan for government-guaranteed low-interest loans for the unemployed. He was pressed by host Hugh Cheverton about what, what would happen if the loans weren't repaid. Bank is the
2: usual implement. Is the implementation agent in this particular respect? They will use their usual recovery procedures. But you're but, you're but, guaranteeing this but, to the bank, aren't you? Yeah. So, the loan so there's will no be, incentive for the bank to do that. The bank would just uh, write it off, wouldn't they? The, the loan will be completely taken up by the com- by, by the government. Yeah, because yeah. we provide 100% guarantee. Uh, we believe. Sorry, so if you don't, what it sounds like to me is if you don't pay it back, nothing's going to happen. Not not really. You could, yeah, you yeah. We, need, we need to do the usual due diligence in terms of recovery. But of course, we need to be sensitive to the individual situations.
0: Transport Minister Frank Chan has defended the Financial Secretary's decision to increase the tax on new private vehicles and increase car licence fees, brushing aside concerns that the changes will add to people's financial burden while doing little to reduce congestion move has been criticised by car owners, while green groups say the fact it doesn't apply to commercial vehicles means it won't do much to solve pollution. Mr Chan says the time is right for action to tackle congestion.
2: There is never a good time for tax or fee increase. And therefore, we have to consider the prevailing congestion conditions. We have to consider the prevailing economic uh, situation the affordability of the car owners, and a host of other factors. And we consider the percentage change
0: uh, is appropriate. Meanwhile, the government says its plan to phase out the sale of private petrol and diesel cars by 2035 is progressive and could be brought forward. The Environment Secretary, Wong Kam Singh, said the scheme, announced in Wednesday's budget, could push car manufacturers and sellers to increase the supply of electric vehicles in Hong Kong. He said the 2035 target would be reviewed every five years. The meaning
2: of 2035 is set a clear signal to the car manufacturers and suppliers to Hong Kong that we progressively support more EV or e-private vehicles in Hong Kong. Because in Hong Kong, one of the critical factors to go through this transition
0: is to have reasonable supply of the EV in the private car sector government minister who oversees RTHK has defended a decision to slash the public broadcaster's budget for television production by almost 10% in the year ahead. Commerce Secretary Edward Yau said the television funding was originally for analog broadcasts, which stopped when the SAR switched to digital-only transmission in December.
2: Every department, including RTHK, will usually submit their expenditure proposal based on need. In the coming year, RTHK's expenses with regard to The TV and public affairs will be seeing a slight reduction, largely because we have stopped analogue services as a result of the success of Green Digital. So expenses originally in that area, of course, would need to be trimmed
0: down to reflect the real situation. Overall, RTHK's budget will be 4.6% lower in the coming year. Local shares tumbled more than 1,000 points to below 28,000 as regional markets slid over fears that stimulus by global central banks and governments could end as the coronavirus pandemic eases. Global strategist David Roach from Independent Strategy warned that it's the process of a bubble deflating that could last throughout the year.
3: Nothing happens overnight.
0: Markets do not adjust to a sound level overnight. They possibly have fallen too far too fast and they might bounce back. There will be a lot of reassuring words coming out of everybody in positions of power and then the big financial houses over the weekend. But I would say that there is a ringing of the bell, a change of watch as regards financial policy, and I think it is something that will affect markets over the next 12 months quite substantially. Sport, and for a look ahead to the weekend action in the English Premier League, here's the BBC's John Bennett.
3: Is this the weekend when Liverpool finally put an end to their shock losing run? The defending champions have suffered four straight defeats in the Premier League to drop out of the title race. Their hopes of qualifying for the Champions League next season are also hanging in the balance because they're down in sixth place, five points below the top four. So the match against bottom of the table Sheffield United is a must win. Premier League leaders Manchester City can make it an astonishing 20 wins in a row in all competitions if they beat in-form West Ham, who have defied pre-season predictions so far. The Hammers are in fourth place and have put themselves in contention to qualify for European competition for the first time in five years. Two teams who had very different weeks in the Europa League meet at the King Power Stadium. Leicester were knocked out by Slavia Prague. Arsenal scored a late winner against Benfica. Meanwhile, fifth-placed Chelsea host, 2nd place Manchester United. And it's a big weekend for clubs in the relegation battle – Third from bottom, Fulham at three points from safety going into the game against London rivals Crystal Palace. Newcastle are just above the drop zone and face Wolverhampton Wanderers. And Brighton aren't safe yet. They're away to second from bottom, West Brom.
0: And to remind of our top story tonight, health officials say Cleaner is the likely super spreader in a COVID-19 cluster at a Chimsa Choi restaurant. Government says the BioNTech vaccine is expected to arrive in Hong Kong tomorrow morning and lawmakers approve a billion dollars for a vaccine indemnity fund news from rthk
4: the government is providing free covid 19 vaccination for all residents priority groups include those who are highly susceptible to infection or have increased risk you can book online vaccination is being offered at community vaccination centers in 18 districts hospitals and designated clinics in phases outreach service at care homes is also provided protect yourself and others get vaccinated Book at covidvaccine.gov.hk We So I'm going to the city, tell my boat, I'm doing well. are you going party? to the ghost the to the to the ghost in the tea party, to the
3: I'm Biscuits. <laughs>